kid now or else! I'm afraid that's not an option. Looks like you want to kill her or cause her some kind of harm. I won't even ask for a free favor. How about if I do this? Will you let her off the hook? Eric's? Sorry, but that's not good enough, Blondie. If you're gonna go down on all fours, the least you could do is act like a dog, and I expect some real commitment. Naturally, that means getting naked. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. He's one lucky devil. It's Bill. Always with the devil stuff. I I don't know. Well, I mean, there's, there's a motif running through Trigun. I don't. I can't help it. He's the devil we know. Seriously, he's, dude, you're the devil we know. He's he's, he's, well, a, he's he, a devil that Gotham he, needs. That made no sense. I I know it didn't. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not blind. He's a bumbling fool of a goody-goody. He's Andrew. <laughs> I, I could have guessed that one. <laughs> I did say the word fuck today, second hour, so <laughs> I don't know how much of a goody-goody. I was really annoyed. I was, I was having a rough morning. Yeah. The, the kids were driving me nuts, so. If I say fuck at the job, I'm out the door. Well. The fact that either one of you noticed you even say fuck at work is cute. <laughs> No, I'm saying, though, I'm a technician. I can say whatever I want all the time. Yeah. I try not to say it in front of customers, but I'm in the warehouse. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck him. <laughs> and I'm acting like a dog. I'm Josh. Menchie. <laughs> Thank you. There's our Excel reference. Ha <laughs> ha! I snuck one in. <laughs> and I made you sneak it in. You made him do it. Ah, uh, bastard. Say, I'm getting good at this. If we wanted a dog noise, we could just call Abby in here. That's true. <laughs> We're getting good at this. Hey, guys! Hi. That was high-pitched. Guys, it's time for more Tuning Japanese. I can't forgive you now. <laughs> it's so great. So much more Tuning Japanese time. It's it's time for episode 18 today. Goodbye for now. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a POD song, isn't it? Goodbye for now. I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> I you know, there was I don't even couple... remember the one song that everybody knew. That's fair. I right now I have masterpiece conspiracy stuck in my head, and no one remembers that song. I don't even know what that is. Is that a, is that is that Biggie is that Smalls? A, no, no, that was a POD song. Oh, okay, oh, is that a POD song. Yeah, okay. that was a POD song. Oh no, no, it was alive. I'm oh yeah, I remember that song. Alive. Careful, we get sued. Except they can't recognize your For the singing very voice. First time. <laughs> That used to be WWE's favorite band. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, for, for, a little, for a while, for a little while there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's save this train wreck of an episode already by going to nerd news. <laughs> How about hey, that? Hey, who wants to start? Did you guys know that Cloak and Dagger is going to be an MCU series? Yes. Did you know that the uh, trailer just recently uh, released? Yes. What did you think? I don't know what that is. Can you please explain what that is? Okay, so Cloak and they, Dagger. They were two minor characters from Maximum Carnage back on the Sega. Oh, I fucking love Maximum Carnage. Master System or Genesis? Genesis, of course. Okay, well. No one plays a... Ma- oh, I forgot Josh. Maximum the I had system. the Master System. Maximum Carnage was not on the Master System. I know, I was making a joke. Is that is that on the uh, PlayStation? 
five? I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, so <laughs> for the uninitiated, like Andrew, Cloak and Dagger are two nominally known Marvel no. characters. Not even nominally. <laughs> minorly known. Yeah. Okay, they're minorly known uh, Marvel characters. They were... I am a comic nerd. And about the best I can pull out is they were in Maximum Carnage once. For the CDI. They show up every now and then in comics. Uh, Cloak had a big part in the uh, House of M storyline. Okay. Discount Psylocke. Yeah. Essentially, (laughs) essentially the, uh, the whole premise is Dagger has the ability to create hard light daggers... They have various effects on people. And she can hold her shirt on even though it's got a big knife-shaped hole in the front. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's very... Yeah. And then uh, Cloak... Double-sided Cloak essentially is living darkness. This is getting really gothic. I wonder why you're excited about this. But he... uh, Essentially, he can feed off light, he can teleport people around, and he just moves through shadows and drops people into the dark dimension, which is actually a thing in the Marvel... uh, In Marvel Comics. That's Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like the, the, the black and white motif they got going on mm-hmm. there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they're light and darkness. Racist. Yeah. Not that. I mean, I was talking about their outfits. So is this Netflix? Is this uh, for TV? It's, is there uh, any it's something news? called Freeform. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure. The preview? I've heard of it. Yeah. Is, is it the same as, like, CISO? I mean, not the same, but probably maybe a similar idea. It's on Freeform. It's coming out in 2018. So we've got some time before the series comes out. Right. But I'm... Excited. Do you think it'll be enough to get people to go to that, whatever that freeform is? Well, maybe. Um, one of the other things about the pre- trailer that we saw, which I like, is that it showed the very last image is Cloak standing on, on the roof of a building that has Roxxon Corp written on it. Yes, I did see that. That was cool. Roxxon got mentioned in at least Iron Fist. I don't remember if it was mentioned in some of the other shows. Roxxon was mentioned in second season of uh, Daredevil. So okay. is uh, this going to have continuity with that, do you think, or no? Yes and no. I mean, they're going to be, I think they are in New York. Roxxon is a big, big deal in the Marvel comics. It's an evil corporation. Is it part of the Marvel Netflix-verse? Well, considering the next Netflix-verse is part of the MCU, and this Not... is, yes, it is. They constantly talk it, about. No. I, it is, but it isn't. I think. stealing your line there. I think they're slightly askew of each other. Because they talk about the incident, or the green guy. And yeah. I know they make allusions to it. Well, and that's what they do That's but, what they do in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. It's like, here's the Avengers and the main... Nobody Agents of and, S.H.I.E.L.D. With, okay, so here's the main Yeah, but Coulson movies. actually shows up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they actually say Captain America and the Hulk. Agents it. of S.H.I.E.L.D. is absolutely connected. Right. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is still also... Fairly separate. You don't I, really... You don't see Thor popping into an episode of Agents of no, S.H.I.E.L.D. No, no, but you see Coulson popping into... Right. Because he's one of the main characters. But I think that... And Nick that, Fury. That's I, my point. Yeah, I think that... One or two episodes and that was it. The, the Netflix season. universe, they're trying to build specifically their own sort of thing. Now, they're, I, I do wholeheartedly believe that the events of the Avengers movies are absolutely connected, but they, but they will never intersect. Right. They will never actually formally intersect between the two. I feel like it's the street they're, they're level. Ha- exactly. It, Those things are happening. It's it's a it's a background backdrop sort of thing that you'll see you you may see little minor things that show some repercussions from the big down to the lower level in the future, but you'll never see anything too much if, beyond that. If they were directly connected, 
they couldn't just kind of be like, oh, the incident. Think about how much of a big deal 9-11 was. The attacks on New York and Avengers would have killed way more people. And it wouldn't just simply be, oh, hey, an incident happened and there was a green guy. Like, everybody would have multiple people they knew who were dead. Massive infrastructure damage. Well, there's there's also, I think, a stigma that, you know, surrounds these different kind of lower-level heroes. Why they don't... They're not, like, out and open and about. And that's why there's a big deal when, like, Luke Cage... Pops in with the basic, Avengers. Yeah, well, what? <laughs> Luke Cage is part of the Avengers now in the comics. Okay, well, I'm not talking about the comics. I'm talking about I'm talking about the TV show. So, like, right. Luke Cage, in his series, series, and I'm not quite done with it yet, but, you know, like, he's very out there and open as a hero within his community. You know, that's that was that was why that was such a big deal because I think there's a lot of stigma and fear because of what had happened in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think something similar to what happened in MCU happened. But I think it happened on a much smaller scale. Well, they mentioned in the first episode of Daredevil, you know, aliens and, and yeah, superheroes destroying. Because in, in the first Avengers movie, they literally have a line where they're going, oh, they're in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. And then they refer to the fact that, that Hell's Kitchen was being rebuilt. Wilson Fisk was part of the rebuilding efforts right. Right. after what happened with yeah, the Chitari. That, that was the, the main kind of pushing story of that right. was... Him rebuilding that area, right? Using his influence to do so. So it is. So it is part of it, but it's not going to be focused on no, what's going it on. Never with the will Avengers. be. It's oh no! Be its obviously, it can't be. And, may, and maybe they're calling it things like the incident, not using the names because there's some rights issues too. I, I know that's part of it. Yeah, but I still it's think shared continuity, but not 100. percent I still think it's a cousin universe. It's close, but not quite the same. All right. Well, that's Marvel. Marvel cast. But, um, <laughs> yeah, really. Well, Man, but, we should have just made this a bonus episode. I, I know, right? But um, there is the uh, well, since we're talking about it, we watched the Defenders trailer today. Right, I, I'd seen it already before, and so did you. But we should right. build for the first time. Yes, uh, and that's my nerd news for this week. It's pretty cool. I mean, just seeing the, I love Jessica Jones. I, <laughs> that's all. That's all I got to say about that. I just freaking love Jessica yeah. Jones. She's great, and I, I think the the four of them are going to jive together really well. My only thing and is have, that... And have the pleasant friction. Yes. But, but that, that, you, that you had with the Avengers, but it'll be kind of its own sort of feel. Luke Cage and Jessica Jones had some pleasant friction. That's true. Oh, they yes, did. they did. Yes, they did. Uh, and... And then did you see Iron Fist? Iron Fist literally fist Luke Cage? Eh, yeah, that. oh, That's actually something significant if you think about it, where Iron Fist comes in with his with fully charged... Clocks Luke yeah, Cage it, in the face, and it actually the... has an effect on yeah. it, on his skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it looked like he lost a tooth. Well, it's unbreakable skin. It doesn't. It's not un bendable. Yeah, unforceable. But mm-hmm. it does look like the uh, punch had an actual effect on on Cage. No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It needs to kind of show like none of these characters are pushovers, and right. you know you're going to get your obligatory these people fighting each other mm-hmm. like you get in every superhero story ever right. when the good guys first meet. So, uh, so yes, good. I was, I'm curious to see if they, uh, have Danny and Misty be an item. That'll be interesting. I love probably Misty. not because they have uh, Colleen wing. Yeah, I do too. I love, I love Misty. Misty, Misty is great. Misty's great because at once you want to punch her in the face, but at the same time you go, no, wait, you're awesome. She's like Murphy in the first two books. Yeah. Because you got a feeling she's going to be pretty awesome, especially if they do her augmented arm. There you go. I just like her power of, like, sitting and staring oh. at, like, a crime scene. Like, yeah, that she can rebuild it. It's really neat. Uh-huh. That is nifty. That is nifty. So, excited? 
I am. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, no, absolutely. Su- absolutely. Super excited. We've got we've got uh, Evil Electra. Uh, we've got yes. Sigourney Weaver as some sort of character. We'll figure that out as yeah. we go along. Uh, I'm intrigued. I tried a new ethnic food for the first time. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Is this going to be like when you tried Ethiopian food? That was really good when no, we No, but it that. was really good. That okay. was Ethiopian really, was really good, good. When we went there. No, uh, I had Thai a couple times this week. Uh-huh. And we'd all decided we wanted desserts. Okay. And I always see this on the menu and never tried it. Yeah. Sticky rice and mango. How is all it? Right. Super good. Really? Awesome. Will from Home Stars and uh, another coworker of ours, we all went together. They got banana crepes and ice cream. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, which were good. And I got, I had to be the oddball. Uh-huh. And although there, we kind of said the same thing about each other's food. Because uh, it's good, but I'm glad I got the one I got. Mm-hmm. So it was like rice and sugar and cream into like a hot rice pudding. Mm-hmm. And then like just half of a mango. Nice. Super and then like toasted uh, coconut on it. So kind of like a, a lighter, a lighter, not quite as sweet, you know, kind of kind of dessert. Yeah, nice, cool, it's really good. I would try that. Sounds good. I mean, my coconut. I hate coconut, but right. I would probably still so try yeah, it. You hate coconut. Well, for one, it's only a little bit. Yeah, I always okay. forget you hate coconut. I despise coconut. Yeah, it's not a little shaking of nerdly news, but well, it's okay. It's no, all right. no, it's all right. It was all good. Right. There you go. So I'm sure someone out there will be like, I really want to try that now. Yeah. So yes. you, you've now wet the palate. Of some some fan out there, right. also uh, Dark Towers trailer. Yes, Dark the gun the gunslinger. The no, gun. it's just Dark Tower. Either way, uh, really cool. If you're a fan of Stephen King's Dark Tower series and you had not seen the trailer yet, well, I'm sure if you are, you have seen the trailer. But if you haven't, go check it out. It is pretty cool. It looks nifty. The way he's reloading his gun. The re- well, yeah, and that, that that's the. You see, like three see three different ways he does it. Yeah, yeah. The first and, time he, and you he know rolls it, and then that. It, it makes me want a live action Trigun film. It well, it okay. sho- it shows that you could do a live action. That's what I'm Trigun saying. Film. Seeing right. that, yeah, makes me want to see somebody do that. I would be all over that shit. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Let's get on that. I know they've re- recently released uh, more trailers for the live action uh, Full Metal Alchemist movies. Oh yeah, I haven't seen them yet, but I know they're there. Nice. Where you see more Alphonse and, and Edward. Nice. Which looks which looks like it would be something really cool to see. So! Stay on target. So there are lots of things going on in the world, and uh, we're getting way sidetracked, so... Squirrel! Uh, I bet all that's getting cut. So, hey! Oh, I'm sure it is. Episode 18, guys. Goodbye for now. It is... Oh my god, it's my week! Alright. You guys ready for a review? Tell are us about ready? it. <laughs> are you ready? No. Actually, I'm not. Okay. We open. On a dead man laying on a table in a pool of his own blood. This already started dark. Wow. It's almost like an opening to a Shadowbane episode. I've had those days. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) What? Uh, So, Knives is sitting beside him and he calmly says, Hey, Vesh. To an astonished and angry Vesh to Stampede standing in the doorway. Oh, 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 wait. So the adult version of Millions Knives is voiced by Bo Williams. Why is he Millions Knives? I don't know. I think it's a reference more made on the uh, manga and then than the actual uh, anime. Gotta be something. Yeah. Get on that. So Knives claims that now with this man dead, I all... he's, gotta, he's gotta be some amount of knives. He's gotta be some. That's true. With this guy dead, all connections to Rem are now gone. Did I miss something? 
Nah, I think you pretty much got that. Uh, no, I don't. No, no, that's what I'm asking. I, I, I have think, no idea what's going on here. I think at some point, didn't they say that he was a descendant of hers or... Do they? Because I feel or like we didn't get... a descendant of her family or something. I feel something. like we got zero that's, information about that. I, oh, that's a later episode. That's in the last episode, I want to say. That, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, that's the reason why he visited uh, okay. July. Okay, maybe that's that. why I don't remember, because here it makes no sense. Right. Yeah, I think they say at some point he's descendant of her family or something. So he, like, basically is so angry at what she did that he literally goes out to find... to, to erase her, her family. Yeah, exactly. Erases her from existence. Yeah. Right. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. And that is a long time to hold a grudge. It 107 years. really is. So we then learn that they've been alive on this planet at this point for 100 years, and apparently Knives knows how to regenerate his wounds, but Vash does not. Right, because you know he, he he mocks Vash about having all these scars on his yeah, body, yeah, and being unable and, to regenerate you know, this, him. This is this is what you get for trying to keep filthy humans alive. I don't think he mocks them so much that he can't regenerate the scars, but that he got them in the first place by trusting humans. Okay, maybe, maybe. but he, but he does bring up like the idea like you don't even have the ability to like regenerate those scars. So like it's just it's just weird. Yeah, crazy. but again, was that a mock or was that a? Wow, you really are stupid for trusting these humans. Well, you can't even heal the damage they do to you. Oh, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah, philosophical, it's more of a philosophical debate than it is a... Well, yeah, it's not like a ha-ha, nana-nana, you can't do it. It's more of a, wow, you can't heal yourself and you still trust them. Like, you're not. You're going to go out there and not wear armor? Right. You're dumb. Well, they, they pick up where they left off in their argument about how one should live their life always killing or always helping. Which, again, is that cool sort of black and white uh, opposing viewpoints. Absolutely. Vash is then shot when he confronts Knives. He gets angry, goes to shoot him, but Knives shoots him. His gun arm literally goes flying off of his body. And then we get the first time, probably, I assume by Vash's reaction, that Knives activates the cannon arm. Mega Buster Doom? Yes. Mega Buster Doom time. I love his reaction. It's still pointing, aiming the gun at him, and he's like, are you aiming your gun at me again? Yeah, I, that's it's pretty cool. And, and it's like, oh man, I think Knives has a complex. Yeah, and I love how the cannon arm animation is so much better in this episode right. than when we had the episode against Ride A the Blade. Absolutely. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they've improved it. It looks really good. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and then we so, get a massive explosion. Yep. So we've got a couple things explained now. Yeah, that's what happened to July. Yep, and uh, how Vash has a prosthetic machine gun left arm. Yeah, yeah. I guess no, not how, why. Why, yeah, why? we don't know how, we do know right. why. That We've realized this is actually a dream that Vash has. Oh, yeah. Uh, he wakes up from this nightmare to a woman calling, Eric's! Eric's! Which, by the way, is a weird name. Eric's. With, like, an S. A couple times they say Eric's. Well, I heard once there was even an Eric. Yeah, I think there was, but I also heard an Eris. Okay, so... Well, given the fact that we've had some pretty goofy names of some of our ancillary characters throughout this series, is this really surprising? Well, here's what's surprising to me. Apparently, Eric's is Vash, <laughs> because they're calling to Vash. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get our title card, and then we pan outside of Casted City. There's a vehicle that pulls up, and a huge mob of people rush up saying, He's here! It's the bus! But at first I was confused because, hey, he's here, and then Wolfwood steps out. <gasps> you see, in my notes, I wrote, cue Josh's squeals. Nope. You do that too, huh? 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. Nope, nope uh, not gonna, not gonna dig, not gonna do that this time. Uh, so I, at first I thought maybe, just maybe, it was Wolfwood that they were talking about, but no, they mean oh. the bus itself. Right, right. Because apparently they want to get the fuck out of the city. <laughs> That's get foe, folks. Yeah. So they're all there to get on the bus. Wolfwood, on the other hand, just kind of casually strolls off of the bus right. and just like walks past them. I right. love that scene because they're all like, "Let me on, let me on." He's like, "Yep, I'm here." Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I love I love it too because everyone's begging the bus driver to to get on the bus. He goes, "If you pay, that's fine." No, he says you have to have a ticket. Oh, a ticket! And yeah. then everyone else is like, "But but we'll pay anything, any price." And he's like, "No," and yeah. I'm like, "That's a dumb." Dude. That's the exact opposite of United Airlines. <laughs> Timely. I don't think uh. that's true. <laughs> uh, Wolfwood enters a saloon and gets guns <laughs> drawn on him instantly by everyone in the bar. I love the look on his face, though. He's got his hands up. He's like... <clears throat> yeah, he's just... <laughs> he's just like, oh, crap. I think I almost shit myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he asks about the tension in the town and learns that he's never going to leave this town again, basically. Like, he's going to either die or be stuck here. The bus then blows up. <laughs> so good thing Wolfwood got off the bus. Right. Uh, the All bar- the people that got on it, though. Yeah, I feel bad for them. Uh, the, the bartender the claims... Boom and boom. Yes, boom and very boom. much. Boom and boom. Uh, the bartender claims that Vash is a leader of the bandits of this town. Yeah. And, of course, Wolfwood doesn't look convinced. Right. He's just kind of like, uh-huh, uh, yep, Yep, sure. that's exactly what's going on. Yep, Vash the yep. Stampede decided to hold hostage an entire small town. We've yep. seen this shit before. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's funny how the bartender claims that Vash is the cause of all of this destruction here and of other cities, but refuses to believe that he created the crater in the moon because literally he got all the facts wrong on his assumptions. Right. I mean, with the exception of maybe July, like, and I guess maybe the other city too, but like, okay. he, it's not, he didn't want to destroy right. these places. What, no, what he I, did. What, yeah. What I, what I like is, um, to, when he's, uh, just kind of doing our exposition dump about the town, he talks about how the sheriff went out to go talk to the bandits and he came back double his body weight and lead. Yeah. Vash and <laughs> Lena enter to more drawn guns. And I love how Vash basically has her in a headlock. Right. It's pretty great. Like, yeah. I love... When we talked about how much we liked Vash and Kite, kind of their, their <laughs> combination, yeah. I really like Vash and Lena as yeah. well. Lena's voiced by Georgette Rose. Uh, so, Lena asks to be hidden somewhere, apparently from, quote, a pedophile that needed a good thump. <laughs> I mean... That's hard to argue with. Yeah, I mean, Vash is trying to make some minor defense saying that no. he only just grabbed her in the yeah, ass. Yeah, this is just more problematic Vash here. He's like, yeah, no big deal. He just grabbed this 12-year-old by the ass. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay, because she gives him a giant boot Kick to the, the ass. ass for it. So that yeah. was that was fun. Yes. Uh, explosions! Come on. Ah! Uh, the fake Vash, the stampede, blows a hole in the side of the saloon. And can I say... I do not like this character. I know that's the whole point. You're not supposed to like him. He's he's irrehensible. And there we go. That fixed you. Thank you. And he's just not a character you're supposed to like at all. But I just oh, he's, I don't like his design. I just I just don't like him at yeah, all. The, the, I just like the to call him mouth. Yeah. yeah. I I just I just call him the Egg Man because he really does look like just an egg. Yeah. Man. Awful guy. Awful That's character. A cannon form arm and a boot in the face. Yeah, literally a boot in the face. He's got, he's got a boot print on his face. It's yeah, like from a... Uh, 12-year-old girl. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I can understand being upset by getting boot in the face by a 12-year-old girl and it actually left a mark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, uh, that, that would kill just about anyone's pride. Yeah. So if that... Was that boot mark right side up or inverted? I don't Because would it be like Lena's inverse kick? 
I ah. see what you did there. Please, let's do ah. that soon. Oh. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, he blows us. Uh, blows the base of the saloon up a bit, and <laughs> ever the hero, Vash. I mean, Eric's goes out with his hands raised up, saving another guy from getting his head blown off. He right. threatens to blow some other guy's head off. Right. Uh, threatens to blow some other guy. Uh, so <laughs> he tries. Are you going to keep repeating that redundantly? Oh yeah. Okay. It's gonna be his. <laughs> His next podcast blows guys, blows guys, blows guys, blows guys. <laughs> oh, okay. So he tries minutes of saying nothing but blows guys. He tries to peace talk, but nearly gets blown up for his efforts. I love how Vash is unfazed and then realizes he's playing a role and then freaks out. Instead of doing a peace talk, maybe he should have done a TED talk. That's just stupid. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, if you had the screen there and you had a slideshow. If you just strolled up in a blazer and hand in his pocket, and he's just like, hey, let me, let me tell you about this. I'm going to drink some water. I'm going to use some charts. Drink some more water. Fucking charts. You've never watched a TED talk. Yeah, I did. I saw one with a ukulele. That's how he fell asleep. Um, so Vash lies down in submission, which is odd. Uh, and then we get the creepiest line of the entire episode. If you're going to go down on all fours, the least you could do is act like a dog. And I expect some real commitment. Naturally, that means getting naked. Yeah, this guy's got problems. This yeah, guy is this... fucked up. Yeah. He's that dude from The Shining. The dude getting blown by the dog man. Okay, I've actually never seen the Cooper Shining. Yeah, it's Cooper. You need to yeah, check that out. I haven't out. seen it all. It's actually through. really good. Um, I, I'm sure it is. I just never, never got to it. But have you ever watched it with itself going backwards superimposed on it? <laughs> Oh my god. It's actually a thing. Is that a thing? Uh-huh. No. How about we watch watch it with Dark Side of the Moon as well? That's not really a thing. Mm. I'm gonna smoke some pot and it will be. Okay. So <laughs> So Vash makes that deal because we get this guy actually kind of a cool smoke little... pot to watch the shining? No! <laughs> <laughs> no, we get around listening to Dark Side of the Moon. No. Come no. on, come on. We know that we know we know when we got synced up right is when Vash is naked and you hear money starts. <sighs> anyway. Vash shot! Shut up. So Vash makes that deal and we get a really cool visual because we see the reflection of this creepy ass dude holding the guy with the gun to his head in his glasses. And then we, you know, there's that moment of contemplation. He's, he kind of says, yeah, I'll do it. And so all, all the entire time, Lena is like in the bar shouting like, don't do it. But Vash gets butt naked. Literally. Right. We see Vash's ass. And then we also see Wolf Wood consoling the 12 year old girl. By rubbing her head. Yeah, yeah. Bo- standing behind, directly behind her. Yeah, he's not standing in front of her, rubbing a guy's head. Yeah, yeah, but it's still... it's, it's not like BDN. Yeah, if she was a if she was a boy and she was on her knees, that'd be bad. True. She's still kind of bent over in front of Wolfwood. There's still a lot of bad connotations. They did more than just boys. Hey, Vash drops down and barks yeah. like a dog. Yeah, he does. He's even scratch. I love my favorite part yeah, is scratch. when he scratches the back of his head with his, with his foot. foot. That's pretty good. That's that's um. He must do yoga or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, the man, I, the man with the gun is really impressed. Super impressed. And then he sees Wolfwood. Right. And he gets foes. Well, that's the funny thing too. He goes, "Oh, I have a tip for you." He starts to aim his cannon arm at, at Eric's. Yeah, he's gonna kill Eric's Fash. Give him just a tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah, he sees uh, Wolfwood, who's. Just shooting him the murderous glance from hell. So we argued about this before getting on air. Yeah. And I'm still very, very adamant that I'm going to stick with my gut feeling on this particular scene. He has to know Wolfwood from somewhere. And we're getting a scene where we as the audience 
are maybe getting a bit of foreshadowing and hint, because this is what this anime does. This anime is really good at setting things up. And we'll know later in the series we do learn some really important things about Wolfwood. I think this is our first seeds being planted about Wolfwood's actual identity. And I'm going to stick with my uh, big dogs in the yard theory. You know, one big dog is uh, going around barking, trying to be the alpha dog with the pecking order. Then comes the real big dog that can fuck shit up and just stares down the one big dog, tucks his tail between his legs and runs off. I agree with Andrew. I think Pigman knows... He's not going to run off just because there's a priest with sunglasses, like, looking at him. Yeah. I don't know, he's man. He's not. No, he's not. He knows something. Yeah, why can't you ever take my side, huh? Because you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not always wrong. When you take my side, you're not. Oh. Well, you know what? Vash gets shot. Because yeah, the yeah. guy gets foes and then says, eh, fuck him, and shoots him. Uh, and Does he literally say fuck him? I no, 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 no. That's paraphrasing. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's a super dramatic scene, and I wonder, is Va- how injured is Vash... I guess we'll find out in a moment. Uh, we cut to the hospital. Wolfwood's cross comes out of nowhere in the scene and hits the wall. And I love that. And he's just like <laughs> angry. Uh, and also here comes grandma, which I think maybe is the same grandma that we've seen 17 times. Basically the same. No, one. no, it's a different grandma. This Are time. you sure? Yeah. The, uh, the, the drawing. All the grandmas started. look alike. She's similar. I mean, she's an old lady. She's are, a remold, not a repaint. Man, are you racist? You saying old, all old ladies are the same. That's, That's not, not racist. racist. It's totally racist against old ladies. It's ageist. Yes. Against old ladies. And sexist. You know what? Equal rights to old ladies. Because they all look alike. They have equal rights. Well, anyway, Grandma's really concerned about Lena and Eric's. Uh, She goes crazy and tries to get a gun. That's weird. (laughs) She's all like, I'll go shoot him myself. And I'm like, you can't, Grandma. And suddenly I'm reminded of my grandmother. Yeah, no, kind of, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's definitely your grandmother. I mean, this is a woman that did put your younger brother in a sharpshooter once. Yeah, I so. think we've talked about that yeah, on air have. at least once before. But yes, yes, it, it is. It's worth repeating because it's so funny. No, she, she would remind me. She reminded me of your grandma when I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, but grandma unfortunately has a really terrible uh, oh, voice man, actor. She. She's not great. I, you know, I didn't find the reference to her. I'm kind of glad because. Yeah, it was kind of painful to w- listen to. And how the fuck did the doctor and nurse not realize that Wolfwood is in the room? Like, when Wolfwood's like, hey, uh, and they're like, well, how did you get in here? Like A six-foot-tall man wearing all black. Leaning and, on a cross. <laughs> in a room where people are all wearing white, yes. maybe the old lady is kicking up such a ruckus that they just are that dumb. I guess. But anyway, they try to get Grandma out of there, and as soon as Grandma's gone, he walks up the fashion, punches him in the face, <laughs> which is just so wolf-wooded bash. And the doctor is like, what the fuck, Yeah, um, I, I paused it. I was When I was watching this earlier today, writing my notes, I paused it, and I happened to pause just on the moment when he was like... You see, like, the, the fist, and Vash's face is turned to the side, all, like, punched, and the super deformed face on the doctor's... If you can pause it right there, if you're watching that it episode, is, it yeah, is worth a- the pause <laughs> to see that momentary glimpse. Yeah. It's so good. It's cute. So good. So, yeah, basically, he's like, hey, I want to talk to him alone, and the doctor and nurse are like, all right, I guess. Um, and we get what? the greatest part of the entire episode, too. I thought you I thought you were going to miss No, that. no, greatest part of the whole episode. All right. It turns to Vash. It's <laughs> just a picture of him in bed. The sheet is pulled up over his lips. You just see, like, his eyes and hair and part of his nose. And you just see sparkles along his face and, a, and his and hand. And kind of watery blue eyes. Yeah. And, it, and his hand slowly slips from underneath of the sheets, like, kind of half out, like, waving. All right. And it is the most adorable thing ever. So, what mentally pops into your head when you see that? Because I tell you... 
every time I see that, I mentally hear, hello. <laughs> yes, you get the hello. But I was waiting for, aw, you just reminded me, there's no Millie Thompson in this episode. There hasn't been Millie in two episodes. I'm not sure how I feel about this. Dude, it's all right. You can enjoy, You can just soak in the happiness that Senpai is back. <sighs> the doc leaves, Fashion Wolf it alone, and then we get the break card. <laughs> Welcome to The Break Card. My name is Andy, and I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, and I hope you guys are ready for summer. I'm ready for summer. I'm ready for a break from my job. I'm so stoked. And to celebrate that, during the months of May, June, and July, we're giving you the opportunity to earn everyone some bonus content. Yes, we will be continuing, as always, to release new episodes every week. Our reviews of Trigun, Pokemon Generations, and other surprises coming up in the near future. But for every new Patreon backer at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, we will release brand new bonus content on top of our weekly episodes. And this bonus content will not be just for patrons. It'll be for everyone on the feed. So if you decide to help support the show, adding once again, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, you can donate as little as $1 to help us pay for all of the costs of this show. It's a great show. We have a ton of fun, but there are a lot of costs that go into it. So if you want to help kick in at least a dollar, we will do a bonus episode during the months of May, June, and July. So if we get two backers, we get two bonus episodes on top of what you already get. Three for three, so on and so forth. Also, if you donate $5 a month, you'll actually get to choose the episode that we review. It could be your favorite anime, your least favorite anime, something that you know Bill or Josh or myself really would just drive us nuts if you want to use this as a torture device go for it go check out our patreon and help support the show if you also want your name mentioned in the episode during the break card somewhere else like superfan matt be sure to get active on our social media on facebook twitter check out our website at tuningjapanese.com or our network's website at questnnetwork.com you can also leave us a review on itunes we're looking for more itunes reviews and we will read those reviews right here in the break card. Thank you guys. You guys are fantastic and wonderful, and you're the reason why we do this, and we have so much fun doing it. Let's just get back to the episode. Come back from the break card. That was a great one. Thank you. Good job. I appreciate that. So when are you going to give Bill a chance to do a break card? Break card. I'm afraid of what he would talk about. Well, if you if you, you gave if you gave him <laughs> guidance, he'll no he'll, he'll no stay it would help no sometimes I don't think so. I think right. he'd be like, "This is Transformer Corner," <laughs> <laughs> is what it would turn out to be. <laughs> I just go, I just go. I'm playing my toys for like thirty seconds. <laughs> so we get a very long scene of Vash and Wolfwood, mm-hmm. uh, and I love how it starts. Wolfwood says, "I finally found you, you dumb jerk." Great line. Before uh, we cut out, he goes, long time no see. Yeah. And actually, that's something that is not pointed out in the series here, but in the manga, it's a significant amount of time. I think if I remember right, it's like either it's between two and four years. So I want to say maybe it's been three years since he blew up Augusta. Between two and four. I would say that in the anime, it's probably not that long. However, 
a lot of time has passed because mm-hmm. he's established relationships with his family, as he's we'll, well see through the flashback, especially later. Mm-hmm. He's well known within the community. Yeah, he's known in the community. So there has been a, a good amount of time that has passed. Right. A um, narratively significant amount of time. Absolutely. There we go. Thank you. I'm sure Superfan Matt will uh, give us the actual uh, time frame from the manga, because he's been doing that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Superfan Matt. Whooped! Uh, apparently Vash has lost his memory, convenient, after what happened with his gun arm and leaving that crater in the moon. And Wolfwood chastises the hell out of him uh, for taking in basically an easy retirement, basically is what he says. Well, what I find interesting is that Vash says, well, I only get fragments and images. And, and as he's saying that, it's a montage of images mm-hmm. from the episode. So yeah, that's cool. I, I kind of chuckled at that. I thought that was very clever. Yeah, no, that is really neat. I that's a that's a very cool narrative visual kind of in joke almost a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I only get I only get flashes and images like a montage. Yeah, like a montage. Like a, like 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 we really need to save on animation, so we're gonna reuse these right now, <laughs> conveniently. Uh, Wolfwood says that he's actually there to take Vash away and needs his help, Ooh. and uh, he returns Vash's gun at that point, and and we get. I, I thought this was pretty cool. A uh, little name drop to Frank Marlin. Mm-hmm. Yay, Frank! Yeah, he says, uh, does, does Frank Marlin ring a bell? And he says, you know, I, I mentioned you, and he fixed your gun right up. For free. For free. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. That's they pretty, brought that that's back pretty Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Grandma and Lena, and we find out that Vash has gotten into trouble many times before for sticking his nose into other people's business, which is not surprising. Or writing a Thomas and can't do it well. That was good. That was my favorite. Like, <laughs> like and when he fell off the Thomas. Yeah. Uh, which, which is good. <laughs> that's one of the, re- yeah, that's one of the reasons why he got like in, injured. In, into the hos- uh, hospital injury, yes. even. We get a flashback of where Lena finds the cloak that Vash was wearing on the first day they met. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's going through his clothing and finds that. We also see Grandma and Lena taking care of him. We get, like, lots of little kind of flashbacks. Yeah, it's, it's of... a montage. Yep. And then we get, like, this kind of sweet thing here where she, like, holds the cloak and is kind of taking in the smell she of it almost. crushing on Vash? I think there's a little bit of a crushing. Probably. Like, a, like yeah. a little bit of it there. Yeah. Puppy, puppy love? I think so. Yeah. I think okay. it's innocent it's love. It's very innocent. Yeah, it's innocent love. And also, outside of the house, we get a shot of a dude with a gun creeping in the window. <laughs> I don't know sinister. what that... It's, it's one of the God. gangsters. It's a sinister noise. It's one of the gangsters is setting up what happens to Lena in a little bit. All right. So... Yes. Uh, we go back to Vash and Wolfwood once again. Vash laments about how when he goes places, people die. That's all sad. <laughs> but true. Yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. I mean... I mean, you know... Yeah. I get it. Yeah, uh, Lady Death has that problem as well. Yeah. And Wolfwood continues to talk down to him about his, you know, quote, little existence. And, uh... He then talks about a city called Carcasses? Which is kind of apt. That's yeah. a very apt. Uh, a small town to the south that apparently is now barren, and it kind of happened out of nowhere. People right. just kind of disappeared. And in the center of town, written in a... Uh, On a tablet or fountain or something. A memorial of some sort. Is, yeah, is, is the is, name is, Knives. Is the word Knives. I, I want to point this out because, and I want to say, I really hope that they drew from a, a historical event yeah, this is cool. The instance of the Roanoke Colony. Uh, there was uh, one that was established back in the 1590s, back when Raleigh was establishing the the colony in, in Virginia and South Carolina. Um, there was an instance of one of the uh, settlements, everyone vanishing. The only things that they found was one skeleton mm-hmm. and the word uh, Croatoan etched into a tree nearby the, the settlement. Like, everyone was gone. Mm-hmm. And no one knows what's happened to it. To this day, it's still... 
um, one of oh. the biggest unsolved mysteries of our of our it. country's history. It's it's trigonometry. Trig what? He said he said Sokotoa was written on that. No, right? no, Croatoan. Croatoan. C R O A T O A N. There is at least one math nerd out there that is laughing their ass off right now at that joke. I promise you. I got it. I don't want it. Yeah, I got it. Remember when you tried to tutor me for algebra? Yeah, I I remember going to your house and making you breakfast to like make sure that like you had like cuz like I felt like I felt like uh Mickey, like a Rocky and Mickey sort of relationship that semester. Like I did everything to like like try to make you, you learn didn't this make and me I chase even went chicken, like though. I even went I, I was almost there. But I re- <laughs> but I remember like going to your house one morning because you had a big test. It might have even been the final or something. I'm like, you you just need you need to have a good breakfast. Like I, I, I swear to God, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna cook I breakfast. I remember your mom or dad walking in and giving me the weirdest look because I'm like in their kitchen making breakfast for you. I don't blame them. It was really odd. <laughs> I don't know. I, I remember that. that I mean was, that is weird. Granted, yeah. I did not do well in that class that semester. I did eventually go back to that class and eventually passed it. Miracles can't happen. Uh so <laughs> It took like ten years, but I finally did. So after this scene with the town, passed it like a kidney stone. Oh my god! So we painful <laughs> too. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. We get, I think, the the coolest piece of animation, not counting the you know sparkly eyed Vash, where we get a brief, very brief moment of angry, serious Vash. Yeah, shaded really cool. Like when he taught when he mentions the name of knives, that is a cool scene. Well, that's a trigger word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get him. that we get that brief moment and Wolfwood leaves. He poked him with knives. Yeah, he did. Literally. Um, you know, he no, says figuratively. No. God damn it. Figuratively. Um Wow. Mr. I'm off duty. <laughs> Shut up. Uh it, I I like this line from Vash. He says, It doesn't seem to matter how far I travel. My destiny is always followed by blood and gun smoke. That's just cool. Yeah, that was a good T V series. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, we get a quick flashback. Of He's course. off his duty, folks. Uh, Watch out. Oh, my God. We get a quick flash. <laughs> you said duty. Uh, I wasn't going to say a stupid word after he says something cool, but then Josh ruined it, so. We get a quick flashback of Rem saying to take care of knives. And I like that, too. Oil them, sharpen them. What, the, the gun smoke reference? Thank you. Uh, Keep uh, them away from moisture. Speaking of moisture, Vash then cries on his gun. That's not good for it. Sad moment. No, yeah. And we get echoes of Grandma in the hallway saying that Lena's been kidnapped and she wants that gun. Fucking Grandma. <laughs> um, Jesus that... Christ, get a reindeer so she can get ran over. <laughs> I like they that don't one. have reindeer here. <laughs> you know, okay, fine. Throw some antlers on a Thomas. Call a reindeer so she get ran over. How's that? Bash comes out right. of the room, dressed up in Eric's clothing, with, but with a gun in his hand. Mm-hmm. And the people in the hospital find a note later from Bash and Wolfwood saying, Don't follow us. <laughs> Which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, it was a very nice touch. The, these, <laughs> you know, okay, because I haven't made a reference. I didn't make a reference last episode. All right. The doctor and the nurse remind me a lot in this episode of the doctor and the nurse from Excel Saga. There's just crazy shit going on. Wolfwood punches him. They're like, Whoa! And it reminds me of like, when Hyatt goes into the, you know, in there and she wakes up and they're like, ah! Love it. Remember the doctor and the nurse? Remember in the last episode of the doctor and the nurse where they switch bodies? Yes. I miss Excel Saga. That's just, that, that's just, that's just you the know, crux of my ha- story. Well, you'll have to subscribe to the Patreon so you can listen to the old episodes. Uh, I guess you would, right. wouldn't you? Because I think yeah, I just would. took, I, I would? Oh no! I better get on that. Donating to yourself again, Andy. He locks the office door. Don't come in here. I'm donating to myself. Again. 
I just took off. <laughs> I just took off our first clip episode, actually. So uh, you know, we're, we're starting. You, know, you can only actually hear from episode fourteen on uh, if you're catching it now. So all the Jessica Calvello episodes are now of her voice acting are now gone. Yeah, you just only have the actual episode where we talk to Jessica. Which Galvano. will probably never leave the feed. That'll probably stay there. I'll probably keep that one up. Because that's yeah. so much fun. Because that was an important episode. Yes, it was. Uh, so, now we get the scene where they storm the bandits. Yay! And I like their decision here uh-huh. to cut this very short. Right. Because we've seen it so many times already, they don't have to show it to us. We know that this but is going to be quick. it's so cool. Right. Yeah, they do it really cool because right. they walk up, they're like, how many do you think there are? About 200. Hey, about 100 for each of us. Right, and then right. they, they walk up. It's so casual yet so badass. And we actually see um, Senpai's Punisher Cross in mm-hmm. its uh, main configuration. Yes, and it's interesting here because he's ready to kill. And Vash is like, you're not going to kill him, are you? Because yeah. And he said, and we get a kind of a, a call back when he says, "Thou shalt not kill." Remember, what kind of churchman are you anyway? Which, <laughs> e, which even Wolfwood points out, like, hey, I think I've heard that before. Uh, really? Was that something you said before, Vash? I don't remember. Yeah. And then the creep is on the roof. We see Lena in the window. A barrage of gunfire, and they just walk in slow mo like badasses up to mm-hmm. the building. It's it's kind of a more badass right stuff walk or, or would that be more uh the untouchables what what do you think bill right stuff or the untouchables i've never seen them i've seen either one either your joke falls flat again uh because we haven't seen the movies uh well, someone will get the reference yeah just like the laugh of my sokotoa joke uh so we get a flashback or flash forward rather i guess because vash is sitting in a chair getting a haircut from lena and then we go there back then to the destruction of the thieves hangout uh hideout rather and we get back again to Eric slash Vash and Lena. Is Kuro Nekosama on Grandma's lap? That's yeah, it's Kuro Nekosama. I couldn't tell. His eyes were closed. And we've had other cats in Grandma's laps before. Right. So now, that is to make so sure. Kuro Nekosama. Well, I told you right. He, it, could, it could not be you him. You know, all is right with this episode. I, I You know, I kept having this uh, issue with the last episode. And I realized what it was. No Senpai and no Kuro Nekosama. Oh, really? At all in the episode? Oh, I guess it would make sense. They're right. on the ship. They're on the ship. So. You know what would have been really good if they if they had, were a, thinking, frozen had a frozen Kronekosama on the ship. That, that would have been, been perfect. Yes, that would have been perfect. Uh, you know, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, no problems. We'd have had our Scooby. It's true. Uh, we cut back to the saloon again, uh, where <laughs> they're questioning if Vash will stick around. We go back to the haircutting scene again. Uh, we just get a kind of a, this a lot of rapid. Movements. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a quick cuts. I do like the fact that they like, real they quick cuts because it's a haircut, right? <laughs> right. But well, I, I do like the fact that yeah, they they find out that that Eric's is Vash, and they're like, well, he's not as bad as everyone said he was because well, yeah. they got to know him. Yeah, and, 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 and we actually nice. get a cool series of clips, mm-hmm. clips like haircuts uh, of Fuck Eric's how <laughs> haircut centric podcast. <sighs> we'll call this episode Great Clips. You know what? Maybe oh. your haircut makes you look like a mama's boy. Oh, that was the last episode. <laughs> Careful, yeah, you're getting confused. We're recording too many in a row. I just wanted to put in my own clip oh, instead Jesus of a cut. Christ! Uh, hey, I killed it. We are moving at too slow of a clip right now. Can we pick up the pace a little bit? We need to cut all this out. Uh, hey, so, hey, uh, Thor, can you just set up a couple of clips here and there? I think I think Bill's eyes are about to fall out of his head. I'm trying to somewhere. kill this. Help me. Let me let me take a stab at this. Uh, should we continue on? Yes. All right. Uh, I try. I feel like I feel like we're 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 putting too many extensions into this. 
It's the root of the problem. We are just about, we are at the tip of the end of the episode, but yet you don't want to go put it in. Just the tip. You totally went from totally innocent haircutting jokes to, like, penis jokes. Oh, leave it because Josh. I love Archer, damn it! Leave it to Josh to kill He just kill, wants kill to split. The <laughs> so! What's this the end so you can split? <laughs> I love it! So we get, so we get a series of, of actually cool flashbacks right. showing Eric's, aka Bash, with the family. I like that. It's yeah, really absolutely. genuine. It's a really cool scene. It, it's heartwarming. It's 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 also kind of it's a bittersweet scene. It is because the haircut ends and Lena starts crying because she mm-hmm. knows this is the last time she's ever going to see Bash. Now here's a question: the um, cape that she's using for the haircut is it the same wrap that Bash had worn when she found him in maybe. the alley? Maybe it like looks a little different, but it could. Yeah, be. no, I, I doubt it. They're probably using yeah, just I, a sheet or something. I, I don't think it is, but. Doesn't but, she, doesn't she then wrap that around herself? She does. Yeah, she does. She just like makes my skin crawl because all the cut hair. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. that is. Oh, pretty God gross. damn it! Now I'm right? about it. Shit. Doesn't bother me, but that still is gross. Uh, so we get a tender moment between them. You know, he thanks her, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, "Thank you, Lena." Uh, and Lena says that she wanted to be the one to keep him safe, but you know, it ended up being the other way around. He kept her safe. But, you know, I think he kind of reassures her that he did do a lot of good for her. And he did. He did. She, she did. Right? <laughs> yeah. She did do a lot of good for her. <laughs> Don't feel she, bad. I did a lot of good for you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. She healed a, a lot yeah. of a lot of wounds for him, I think. Gave him, I think gave so him too. a sense of peace. He, you know, I think that's what his whole time spent with the old lady and Lena mm-hmm. is just, he put himself back together. Yeah. We're back on the road. We get a tender waving goodbye scene. And he, we end with a, Lena, thank you. Goodbye for now. And that's it. We that's the end of the episode. Yeah. So that was episode eighteen, a try gun. Goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. And uh, let's talk about it, shall we? Why don't you go go this time, Andy? Sure. Um, this episode is not one of my favorites, but but it is still an enjoyable episode. Yeah. Uh, I like the interaction between Lena and Vash. I think that they made smart decisions with this villain. I don't like this villain. But they did, like I mentioned earlier, make a smart decision and not really extending that out because it's not about the villain here. We've no, already not at all. we've talked about it in a past episode. We've already gone past this power level. Mm-hmm. Like this power level doesn't is not something that Vash really worries about all that much anymore. Mm-hmm. He's already been taken on the gung ho guns. He's he's worried about knives now. We've seen things that put him well beyond this. Right, right. We don't need to see the battle, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that they went that route of not showing us the battle. Mm-hmm. Um, aside from that. Some interesting background. I like that. I like the interplay as always between Vash and Wolfwood, the serious stuff and the goofy stuff. Overall, pretty good episode. Not one of my overall favorites, but still a fairly solid episode. I really, really like this episode. Okay. I mean, like you said, if it's not one of your favorites, it's still a Trigun. Mm-hmm. So it's still pretty damn good. Yeah. I love the motif, though, of the badass in hiding and. You know, he's a simple farmhand, nobody mm-hmm. really, and he's just living his life. Yeah, trying to stay out, uh, under the radar. Yeah, building himself back emotionally, and then somebody screws with the wrong person. Yeah, absolutely. And then and then it goes from there. Yep, and then he's he's back, and he's himself again, and it's like, uh-oh. I, I love that motif in pretty much anything. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, anything, anything else about the episode in particular that stood out to you? Just the heart, really. You really feel the emotion, like he cares, you know, about these people and where he's lived for so long. Mm-hmm. They care about him. 
yeah, there's definitely that connection. And I think that that strength of that connection and just like you said, the heart of this yep. episode and the bitterness really of out. having to now move on. Yeah. Cause he, he wanted like in that conversation with Wolfwood, he talks about how he just, he just wants to find a moment of happiness and, Bash hasn't had that since not being on the ship with Rem anymore. Right. You know, ever since that moment, everything has been a struggle for Bash. And you can't blame him for wanting some right. peace and quiet and wanting right. some happiness and finding a family that cares for him. Mm-hmm. It is sad and bittersweet. It is. You know, honestly, I don't think I could have anything else to add to it. I really do enjoy this episode. The last three episodes are, are definitely probably part of my of my top tier. Uh, just because of what they all create, um, mm-hmm. yeah. This this episode uh, just gives you that that sense of family and belonging, and as Bill said, that bittersweet sense of uh, moving on mm-hmm. at at the end of the day, where you have to go do something. Other than that, I I got nothing. I just really like this episode. Okay, so that was episode eighteen of Trigun. Goodbye for now, and we will say goodbye for now uh, until next time, which is our review of episode nineteen, Hang Fire. Which is also a pretty fun episode. We get back to the kind of, again, that like the whole idea of the gung-ho guns. Right. And, and the, I saw the girls in the preview. And there's going to be some more, uh, there's going to be some lighthearted instances in this episode. We could use some, I think. We could yeah. hear Vash sing. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. So, Josh, take us out. Once again, this is Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s talk about anime. And I'm acting like a dog. A good little puppy. I'm Josh. Ruff, ruff. Do you do you handle obedience well? Obedient Aww. little doggy. Yeah, I'm a bumbling fool of a goody goody. My name's Andy. And I'm one lucky devil. I'm Bill. It's so apt. And we will see you guys next time. Right. Oh Jesus! Kill it with fire. We use a lot of devil for me. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Tuning Japanese is part of the Questionable Endeavor Network. For more information on other podcasts and articles, check out questnnetwork.com. While you're there, listen to more great podcasts like the Shadowbane Podcast, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, Raw Attitude Podcast, Geek and Gamer Guild, Slasher Sanitarium, Pwn Stars, New Blood Rising, and our newest show, Words of Geekdom. Please don't follow us. Tell everyone to stay where they are. We've gone to get Lena. By themselves? How many are there? About 200. A hundred for each of us, huh? Yep. Well, that's not exactly fair to them. Uh, Hey, I don't want you killing anyone, all right? Why don't you just ask me not to breathe? Thou shalt not kill, remember? What kind of church man are you, anyway? Hmm? (laughs) Whoa, deja vu, I've heard that before. 
now you're starting to sound like your old self.